Podcast listeners. Podcast listeners. It's us. And you. We're here. Together. You're here. We're all one. Um, <laughs> um, 100 Games and a Funeral is back with another episode like we always do. Yeah. Except when we don't. We're doing this on a different day than usual, but we're not going to tell you what day it is. <laughs> it's a secret. It's interesting. The vibe does shift. A little different depending. vibe. Yeah. It's a little later in the day than normal. I don't know if you're tired. You did work a full day today. I did complain about work more than usual. <laughs> I just realized why I did that. Yeah, it's the end of the work day. Work sucks. <laughs> oh, man. I did not go to work. I'm changing jobs, and I'm not working today. I should probably call them and let them know. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. Nothing matters. Anyway, um, how was your entire week? Fine. It's fine? It was cool. Um Football's back, I says, mm-hmm. and it's totally it's back. The Bengals back, yeah. stink. I saw um I'm ready to die. What's his name got injured? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. True. Yeah. He immediately like the first, like first snap. Week. Yeah. <laughs> Tore his Achilles right in half. Weren't they really hoping? Like, all right, yeah, it's the they, Jets this year. It was the big thing. That Aaron <laughs> Rodgers was there. They had all the weapons. It was finally the Jets year. Dang. And whose year is it now? Good. I am bullish on the 49ers at the yeah. moment. I don't know if you know about Brock Purdy. Never heard of him. In the NFL draft, the last guy drafted is called Mr. Irrelevant. Okay. And but Brock they Purdy, do well. they never. Oh. <laughs> it's, it truly is Mr. Irrelevant. Brock Purdy threw a very fun series of events involving a terrible trade by the 49ers, became the starting quarterback last oh. year. From Mister Irrelevant to starting QB, for starting QB, <laughs> and everyone was going, "Is this guy good?" And because he's Mister Irrelevant, people were like, mm, "No," but yeah. he is. He's and actually- now he's back, and he's he looks like he's a top tier professional a starting QB in it's the NFL. Wild. He not not just a starting QB, but he looks like so poised, hmm. so calm. He threw a dart, forty yard touchdown pass. Yeah, that was just you're going. That's a top tier quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I've been bullish on them all. I love a good underdog Honestly, story. It's you literally can't get more underdog. You'd be like an undrafted free agent, right? Kind of a Kurt Warner type, but mm. so that's enough football talk. But no, go NFL. Remember that guy with the NFL shield on the back? Oh of yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's great. Um, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really watch a lot this week. All my free time was just video games and upgrading my computer mm-hmm. trying to upgrade your computer yep trickling <laughs> down the parts and that's really you know counter strikes out been playing some of that counter strike 2 okay sorry the beta <laughs> i should have been more clear there's been a like, lot of counter strikes <laughs> counter strikes out counter strike 2 beta and what year is it? It, every year counter strike <laughs> forever a million years there's that counter strike is just it is. Yeah. There's nothing more to do it with Counter-Strike. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's truly, we don't call them esports, we call them competitive gaming, but. <laughs> Thank goodness. It really what kind is. Of sport is that? <laughs> it really, TAC FPS genre, and then that's the king of the TAC, BF, mm-hmm. TAC FPS drama. Drama? Drama. Drama gin. <laughs> so. That's good, I guess. And no movies. 
Not really any TV. Dang. It's been a slow week, but that's because we did something else this week. Let's play the game. We that's really true. got into the game this week. Oh, we did start a show. I love to take your segues and just you butcher always them. kill my segues. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we started a new season of a show that I've watched for a long time. It's a British show called Taskmaster. If you haven't watched this show, but you like things that are funny in a British sensibility, you got to watch this show. Okay. Taskmaster. It's hilarious, good-natured, uh, good-hearted, hmm. real funny stuff. It's, it's comedians and comedic actors performing absurd tasks and being graded on them and points awarded and they're competing against each other okay i've never heard of this but But i'm interested we're two seasons behind because of this position i was in where i couldn't watch tv with my wife at the same time so we weren't watching anything but now i'm back to watching tv with my wife very just saved (laughs) (laughs) yeah so taskmaster anyway speaking of tasks and mastering them citizen <laughs> we played this week elder scrolls for oblivion fire gonna, up that music i'm gonna roll it and it's my favorite music yes That's Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, that music has been in my head since I first heard it. It's so good. Yeah, I will always do that little part at the beginning. My favorite part is that it is a play. Essentially, they just developed the music from Morrowind. That intro. Oh, really? Yeah, the intro It's like piece, a theme? Yeah. Oh. It's just like a kind of a remix on the theme, and it's awesome. I have not played Morrowind enough to remember. And for that, I apologize as a gamer, but... In my defense, I was not playing RPGs at that time. I remember getting home from Best Buy, where I mm-hmm. purchased Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Mm-hmm. And was there a line? No, not a midnight. I, I got it maybe two months after because I had saved my money. Isn't that such an interesting time? You didn't have to like. I got to be on this game day one. Yeah, you just get it when you can, and you join in the conversation later. I remember it was like forty dollars, no, fifty bucks, and I was like, "Jeez, 50, yeah. my money." <laughs> my money and uh my money got it home plugged it in installed it and then the music hit you know Mm. let's go let's go this is gonna be a fun time for me (laughs) that is magical a magical moment in history captured in your brain forever great music um share some fun facts before we really get into that let's go do you know when this one was released you said you got it two months later but what year was that 2007? Almost 2006. Ah. Um, four years after Morrowind, 2002 was Morrowind. Hmm. Another reason I didn't get it, I wasn't doing a lot of gaming through 2002. Uh, development began right after Morrowind, so it was a four-year start to finish. Here's a brand new Elder Scrolls, which is pretty impressive. That's pretty awesome. Because from the little bit of Morrowind I played, 
to oblivion it seems like real leaps and bounds forward there's a lot going on there yeah um they debuted oblivion in may of 2005 so a full year and five months earlier at e3 remember e3 when that was a thing yeah that stand for something? Were there three E's? Electronic Arts Expo. I hear two E's. Electronic Arts Expo. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Put a three on it. Um, it won several Best of Awards. Electronic Entertainment Expo. That's probably it. They then showed it at the CES. Do you know what that one stands for? Show. Computer Electronics. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Uh, in January the next year, so seven months. I can't math, to launch alongside the brand new Xbox 360, uh, which was going to happen in November. That was their their original release goal. Alongside the 360, got pushed back, developmental delays, Mm. until May, not May, whenever, 2006. Yeah, May. I missed it. I'm sorry, it's in there somewhere. (laughs) Before May. Son of a gun. My notes are all over the place. (laughs) Do you want to guess how many copies this sold by April 2006? So it must have released January of 3.2 million. Um, 1.7 million copies by April. So that was only a few months. That's pretty good. 1.7 million. And it's only on, you know, Xbox 360 and PC on release. PS3 came later. Yeah. Uh, And then... By January 2007, less than a year later, do you want to guess how many copies they got up to? 6.5 million. 3 million. So you just doubled it each time. This game was not as popular as you wanted it to be. (laughs) (laughs) It felt like it should be more popular. Really good, though. I did notice that I felt, I always felt like playing Elder Scrolls was like a secret thing. And then Skyrim Mm -hmm. came out and everyone's talking about it. Not a secret anymore. Yeah, it was really a crazy blow up i would back that up along with my own experience yeah it's no one i didn't know anyone playing elder scrolls oblivion i was playing it and loving it yeah but i didn't know anyone else playing it it's a little more neat uh a market research team estimates worldwide by this point you want to guess the number on that i'm gonna just tell you 12.3 million 9.5 closer 9.5 million copies so a lot of people have played this (sighs) Can we not have three? <laughs> that <laughs> I just mess kept, up every single one. Of them. Kept hitting me with sales numbers. Um, how about the Metacritic rating on PC? Ninety nine. Ninety four. Metacritic's pretty tough. Yeah, like a ninety four is about as high as you can get on there. Um, <clears throat> try to find a good review, bad review situation. Yeah, plenty of good reviews. Gamespot's Greg Casavin. Shout out, Greg. What up, Greg? Long-time listener of the podcast yep. <laughs> wrote that compared to Morrowind, which was one of the best role-playing games he has seen in years, Oblivion is hands down better, so much so that even those who normally have no interest in a role-playing game should find it hard to resist getting swept up in this big, beautiful, meticulously crafted world. Well said, Greg. That's well said. Yeah. Uh, I can't argue with him. I did find a bad reviews on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. They were on there, but they're gone now. But this one guy gave it a 2 out of 10. Basically what? went line by line of any possible gripe you can have about the game and then scored it accordingly Ooh, because crushed it. of those gripes. Said gave it a 2 because of the graphics were good. <laughs> Here's your 2, good graphics. So he found nothing good about the game. Does he even or, like RPGs? I'm not sure. He might not. That's tough. How well, could he, he do it? He mentioned Morrowind. I wish I could shout him out, but he's like, Morrowind is good, but this, 
bad, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> if I'm boiling it down to That's Kevin wild. from the office <laughs> explaining it. <laughs> Um, that's about all as far as fun facts go out. A couple other things that'll come up as we go. There were a couple, um, DLCs, not DLCs, expansions that you paid for. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm fine paying for expansions. They were. Shivering Isles. Yeah. And. Knights. Of. The Nine. Yeah. The Nine Gods, right? Yeah. Nine. Uh, they bundled these with the following year's Game of the Year edition. Nice of them. Just throw them on in there. One thing that we don't like paying for that Oblivion became they did infamous this. for. I forget this sometimes. Yeah, Buckheads. the old horse armor. Skins. <laughs> the first skin that people really remember. Maybe there was other ones, but this is the one that I first remember. This was a real turning point. The cost of this dollar or dollar of this horse armor for your horse <laughs> You could buy it on the Xbox Marketplace for 200 Marketplace points uh, or $2.50. So that's the Xbox price. The corresponding PC price was $1.99. So on PC, you got it cheaper, 50 cents cheaper. I remember the outrage. I remember the (laughs) way that people said in the future they're going to release games that are exclusively funded via this methodology. No, that can't be. I remember people saying no. And don't be a fool. The older I get, the more I realize that video game reactionaries are not always incorrect. (laughs) They actually might have a point sometimes. And man, did they have a point here. Same point they had with like Steam back in the day. Were they anti-Steam or pro-Steam? People were anti-Steam because they said you're going to end up not really owning Mm. physical copies or even the digital copies. It's going to be held on a server somewhere. And this is a perfect example of, of purchasing armor for a horse something that could have easily been provided in an expansion pack with a lot of other content but they use this to nickel and dime you and to exploit you financially and make sure that you pay them way more (laughs) than you should for purely cosmetic items and as people to play games it would be wise to do a better job in the future whenever these types (laughs) of things come along yeah to actually form some type of of kickback against it because they will exploit you for all your work. Yes. I think in any game that tries it, there's always a vocal minority that springs up and says, hey, careful, guys. Let's vote with our wallets here, huh? But then, you know, I don't see the sales numbers, but people are out there buying it still, and it's not the people who are hearing the people saying, hey, don't spend money on this. This is bad for all of us. Yeah. See what they've done with their stupid horse armor. (laughs) (laughs) I suck. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, incredible music if we're talking about the game now. That's all my fun facts, all of them. Um, I don't know who composed it, but it did win. I read in the Wikipedia, it won like a, not an actual award, but like an MTV game music award. It rocks. For composing of music. And great fight music. We mentioned that in Starfield recently, like the yeah. ambient music and fight music's all good. I mean, Bethesda is famous for They've its music. It, yeah. Even in Fallout, it's just curated radio station music, but yeah. it still rocks. Yes, it, they, they vibe it up. Yeah. They create the ambiance, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of other specific music parts, but it's just the opening really hits, and then the, yeah. just the ambient sounds as you're trolling through the yeah and the, the caves woods. and the water dripping and so on so good yeah the first time a wolf flies out at you 
<laughs> I feel like when I, so this is an interesting game in that the combat is way better than Morrowind. Hmm. Still not great. Yeah. For the time it was cool. Yeah. But, you know, compared to today's games, it's lacking. Simple AI. Yeah. But we just did Starfield, and it's I don't know how far they've come really in that area. <laughs> with, the, with the melee combat? Not very far at all. <laughs> I mean, even with their FPS kind of still not super, but the melee combat's pretty silly in Starfield. Just yeah. whipping. <laughs> I actually haven't tried any melee in Starfield. I got a katana, so I was using that a little bit. But, yeah, I, this is a game to me that is greater than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. And if I look at each thing individually, like the movement. Yeah. Good in first person. In third person, it looks so silly. It It is silly. And I don't think they had third person in mind. They just threw it in there. Yeah. It feels like. It's just like a little scampering guy. Like, yeah. And then you jump and just. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot this had, the game engine has a very weird mechanic that when you jump, if you hold w or forward you'll continue jumping in that direction but Momentum if you stop carries. holding it your character just and falls like a rock yeah just stops in the middle of the air uh, and falls which like a mega man you know but you know this about me having played games with me that i love jumping in yeah, games. i like doing acrobats jumping, yeah as for no reason the amount of times that i've been left <laughs> in the sea and see you must just burn through space bars i say steve <laughs> i'm in the sea <laughs> <laughs> like probably no less than 50 times that occurred yeah so i love jumping and i right off the rip this is something that i love about this game when i jump and i keep jumping i build a skill i just oh, get yeah, a skill yeah, point yeah, yeah. just for jumping i like jumping plamo it goes you're <laughs> a sick jumper it's like that's such a like it's corny <laughs> but it really yoinks me into the game because i'm like thanks game you notice i love jumping and and that's that's something I really love about the way that some of the skills work in this game is you're thrust into the world. You get to make some decisions about what you want to play, how you want to play, but you find a bow or you find a sword and you go, man, I like the idea of trying the sword out. Yeah. Try it. I don't like that. But the sneak attack with the bow, love it. So you start <laughs> sneaking and you start shooting yeah. people in the head. And the game just starts rewarding you right. for doing that. And it, it feels like this natural path that you're taking through this huge world that's opening itself to you as you explore it and and molding itself around you in a way. That's very well put. I like all of that. That, for me, this was the first like heavy RPG I was playing. And it does that. How whatever you're going to play it as... Go ahead. We'll make you better at it. And you're yeah. going to like it even more when you're stronger at it. It really sucks you in and keeps you doing the thing that you like, which is what you want to do anyway. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if you want to talk like how the game starts and progresses. Because it's, I mean, it's a billion hours of gameplay if you yeah. want it to be. It, it does It does its intro so great to me. Yeah. It puts you in a cave in this dark. I love how something I'd forgotten about. I'd never played a dark elf before in my intro mm. and the prisoner across the way. He's always got something to say. And he, he, he customizes it depending. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I play like a dark elf guy and he's like, 
brother or whatever, yeah. like countryman or whatever. He calls you that. And he's like, I'm going to go home and get your wife once I get out. I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> yeah, he literally is like, I'll go home to your wife in Morrowind or whatever. Yeah. And uh, that's right there. It's just a cool little detail that they threw in, but it engages you really heavily. Yeah. It's like your decisions affect the game. Yeah. It's, it's uh, tailoring itself to you. I was going to ask this... I can't remember how Skyrim levels you, but it's not on the same system of you use a skill and that skill is being leveled. It's pretty similar. It's kind of like a branching system, though, where if you use something, the points increase in it, and then you could pick the next one. You know, remember, yeah. it's almost like a constellation. That I you remember follow. that screen and how you pick things, but you're not jumping in Skyrim, and by jumping, you're leveling your jumping skill. Yeah, I don't think I don't believe so. Yeah. Not. I liked how it's. it's I really like that, that piece. Way. Yeah, and and people will complain about this game, and they have a point. And this is a problem with really a lot of RPGs, where they say, "Well, your decisions don't affect the story." Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Like you the can make little decisions, and there's like a little branch path from here, a little branch path there, but that's not what really appeals to me about it. it mm-hmm. It's the fact that. The, my character himself just feels like he's organically existing. Yeah, like you're part of the world. Yeah. You're not just like some, This I'm the champion, I'm playing the game, this is me, I'm player one. Yeah. You're a prisoner. And <laughs> yeah. I, I, I referenced it in our Starfield episode, but you open the grate or whatever and leave the prison. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah. It's just here's, there. Here's the world. Yep. Go for it. And I, I I laughed because I did exactly what I did the went first time I played crabs. it. I went straight. <laughs> I killed a crab. And then I jumped the river and I Laugh. killed some bandits. <laughs> and I, I've done it every time I've ever played. Yeah. I have similar starting paths for this and Skyrim that I always do no matter what character yeah. I create. I go and test it out a bit in these perfect spots that I like to do. Um, I guess I jumped around there, but in the the gameplay, you're in the prison. I tried a couple, a few different builds because I wanted to felt what was fun on this playthrough. I tried a mage magic person first, mm. and it is cool how you're a prisoner. You're not exactly sure why, but then it's like, oh, there's secret passages. Oh, we're underground. Oh, I'm on my own. Oh, I'm joining back up. Oh, the king's dead, and now I got to carry on. It's very good. They always do well with that. Yeah. But the, I tried a magic person, and then I was like, I don't like this. So then I tried to just be Conan, the barbarian. That's cool. And I did no chest armor, uh, but pants and boots and a head thing and just a two-handed sword. Oh. And that felt cool until I got attacked by anything because I'm missing a part of my armor. <laughs> the most That's the <laughs> yes. highest armor piece, yeah. So then I was like, this isn't very fun because I'm getting destroyed and my level is not high enough to be killing these things. I, would, I mostly just went through the story missions. Yeah. So I'm fighting things that I felt like it wanted me to be a little bit more powerful before I encountered. Yeah. But I didn't love that. So then I switched to an orc, but an orc stealth archer. <laughs> <laughs> I've done stealth archer, but it's always the elf who gets the perks from it. Yeah. I was like, what if there's like an orc who's like... I want to be a stealth archer too. Why do we always have to be berserkers? But um, that was my backstory from him in my That's mind. Funny. He's like the stealthiest. He sits in and reads his lore books about great wooden elves who <laughs> stealth their way through the forests. But of course, that's the most fun style of play. Yeah. Bow and arrow, sneak attack from the jump. I never played it like that. And this was my first time. Oblivion or any? Oblivion. Okay. I never played a stealth archer. So this is my first stealth archer run. 
And how'd that go for you? It's really strong. Overall. The sneak attack 3X with a decent bow. The strongest starting build for yeah, sure. Yeah, it wipes. Yeah. Um, nothing else grants you that damage bonus f- from the beginning. Yeah. I do like, I saw this as a complaint, but I like as an archer having to lead the arrow for distance. Yeah. Like in Skyrim, just line up the cursor and you're going to hit that. But I like not knowing exactly. It's cool when they're really far. and you know, yeah, yeah. You tap them and you see the health bar going, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very satisfying. Um, so you killed some crabs. Where's, I'm just going to ask out of curiosity, where are the bandits that you go and start to murder? They're, they're across the they're pond. right across the little and then there's that yeah, underground area to yep. go. Yeah, I went and murdered them too. <laughs> I went and murdered them and I went to sleep and when I woke up there was a mage. Oh or yeah. Conjurer. He brought yeah, in things like pop up. It's like what's this? <laughs> this guy just waited for me to wake up. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> um I think I had killed enough things to where I slept in that little camp and had leveled up before I headed down Ooh, into the, very the nice. ruins. Mm. Yeah, I I was immediately struck with this. I got game of the year. And as soon as you get outside of the starting area, it hits you with 10 quests for all the different expansion packs Mm, and so on. I don't know that I got all those. It was like, do you want your horse armor? Do you want to go here? You have three houses. Go to one of the houses. (laughs) It just kept coming. I was like, oh, geez. (laughs) I didn't get that at all. So I, um, I immediately ran to... Uh, the house that I had it was like a manor like a hidden manor got there took me a while to even get there because it was all the way fast across the map from the very beginning I just felt like running that's fine um, oh actually I installed a mod that does not allow you to fast travel to the major cities oh yeah how about running in this game huh sure is something there's no run button yeah you just run you can I mean just, you, you hit caps lock run, and then yeah. you're running it's so, not very fast it's not I ran all the <laughs> way there it took me a long time then uh, my friend pings me on steam and goes mm-hmm. yo are you playing this for the podcast i said mm-hmm. yes yeah he says my one of my favorites i said cool mine too it's game a great of game the year. he said have you ever played shivering isle and the I expansion said, nope never touched it i i think i started it but never finished it i never got the expansions oh so i just played the, the base game a ton yeah and i just never got the expansion so i said yeah i'll i'll play it and so this is where i did foray i proceeded to console command my way into like a late game <laughs> yeah like had i finished the main story mm-hmm. it's like all, all my nice stuff yeah gave myself a nice level you're ready got everything ready and went into shivering, shivering house. house and that's where i spent mm. all my gameplay minus that little intro part yeah and enjoying it so much i'm really i am gonna finish that expansion really? for sure like i think the main base game i really feel like i did almost uh, there's nothing when you as play. i'm running around i'm like oh i did that oh i did that too i remember the maze guild fire yeah. guild did the arena <laughs> did the thieves guild and all those things but this is just like a cool it's all new content it's i never touched yeah there's some like goofy enemies mm-hmm. <laughs> in this expansion but it's really cool there's a daedric yeah. lord of darkness or something that yeah. runs this area and it's not mayroon's dagon no it's Sh- shagoroth yeah yeah and um yeah, just really cool uh, writing in that area. Just a fun story. This idea that he has his own realm that exists, and it's got separate. There's uh, what is it? Oh, there's two different. There's despair, maybe is one of them. I believe you. I can't remember the two <laughs> names, but there's there's separate realms. Each of them are like nasty or Sounds slightly less nasty. Familiar, yeah. 
And yeah, it's actually been really fun to play. There's some cool content and weapons, et cetera, in it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's where I spent most of my time. And I'm going to continue playing it. Yeah. Yeah. I was following the main plot line, became the hero of Kavach very quickly, restoring Kavach's honor and defeating the Oblivion Gate, which is the main drive of the the initial plot. Yep. Um, I've, my total playtime was high, but I think I've played it before on Steam. But I probably put like five or six hours into this playthrough. Nice. And but that was a lot of starting over with a new character. <laughs> it was great. This is great for us on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, a lot of actual good game time spent. Sorry about that for other games. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I did reread the whole plot just to be reminded of how it went down. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, nothing crazy, but a pretty cool plot to play through. Yeah. Uh, and I forgot about it at the very end. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't or is going to play it. Just jump ahead like a minute. But how the bad Mayroons Dagon becomes like Godzilla at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Brother Martin also becomes Godzilla. <laughs> they like battle each other as these giant <laughs> avatars. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah, solid game. Though. I remember when I first played, if I ever had a complaint about these games, it, it was I wish there was more people in the mm-hmm. world. It would have felt more. And when they're like, it's the great battle of the Oblivion right. Games. <laughs> and then there's just 10 guys and 10 demons. <laughs> we lost eight people that day (laughs) (laughs) the greatest bloodshed of all time (laughs) that was half of our population (laughs) yeah they couldn't flesh that out we didn't really see big crowds until i want to say like hitman something or other in the new orleans level Ooh, yeah remember that that was awesome for crowds hitman blood money yes yeah I think Nailed games it. like Witcher 3, which is these huge cities of people everywhere. Yeah, it advanced from yeah. Hitman, but I want to go ahead and take a lot of credit for coming up with Hitman Blood Money as being one of the first to really... Oh, yeah, you're right. Thank I'm you. trying to think of any other games that did it before then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even in that game, it's not great. They're just kind of like these floating boxes that you It is cool, like though. The, there are so yeah, many people. It looks And, cool. of course, you immediately start blasting. Yeah, you don't talk to any of them. At no. least in Oblivion, you can talk to everybody. Yeah. How about that little mini game to to convince people to be nicer to you. I'm still confused. <laughs> I figured it out playing Xbox back in the day. But there's four quadrants in a circle. It doesn't matter what these things say. Joke, coerce, smelly fart. What are the other two options? Joke, coerce, bribe? No, you bribe Bri- no. down at the bottom left. Uh, intimidate? Could be. Scare? There's Spook? four things anyway. When you mouse over them, their face changes to one of four reactions <laughs> that range from like the weirdest, most awkward smile to a very angry face. And the two in the middle are harder to tell apart. Yeah. But one, the eyebrows are a little up. That's the good one. And one, the eyebrows are a little down. And that's the angry <laughs> one. <laughs> but as you click on a thing, a dial spins that has an amount that you're basically spending on each emotion. Yeah. So you want to try and hit the, the happiest emotion on the biggest quadrant and the angry emotion on the smallest quadrant. And then you raise their their willingness to, to deal with you. You can get better prices from yeah. storekeepers and stuff. There's quests that you can almost like circumnav- circumnavigate by... Just by convincing specifically people. Specifically in Shivering House, there was one oh. where you're supposed to get something from someone. And I think there was more of a quest, but I just bribed him with oh. all my money and then he but said, you could have sure, like there you go. improved the 
the attitude from him. Yeah, I think if I'd have done that, it would have helped it. Yeah, that was a weird little mini game they threw in there. But it's cool. It's fun. <laughs> it's weird though to see their faces as you mouse over just over and over, and they're like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very emotionally turmoil. Yeah. Um, it does. Uh, I don't know where to go from there, but that that's a fun part for me. <laughs> I think. You, well, you kind of referenced the that story, was, which yeah. was cool. Um, yeah, I. The story in Elder Scrolls games are pretty cool. There's a lot of back you were, yeah, story you were telling and lore. Me. I talked about it a little bit with Morrowind, Dagoth, or I'm not going to get into it now because it it's real super nerdy, nerdy yeah, nonsense. But <laughs> it's cool. It's deep. the The story is good. The writing's fine. There's some cool side quests with good writing, but I will say this game really suffers with the voice acting, <laughs> and it's because there's one guy doing <laughs> 50 voices. I should have looked up his name. I'm gonna Google that real quick. But what else do you think about him? <laughs> I, he's a good voice actor. He's he's legendary for what he's doing. But it's so tough to hear the same guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, once you pull him up, it's so funny because it has like Patrick Stewart, one guy. Yeah, Patrick Stewart is Uriel Septim. Sean Bean, who I like. Yeah. Uh, Martin Septim. Terrence Stamp, who I don't recognize, plays Mankar Cameron, who's the guy that's like, I'm going to bring Maroon's Dagon back. Oh, we're going to yeah. open all the Oblivion gates. Wes Johnson, I'm going to guess, is the guy that voices everyone because it says Imperial Males, Arena Announcer, Lucian, Lachance, Dramora, Malakath, Shagaroth. That's got to be him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, you'll hear a random conversation between two people and they're the, it's the guy. You're like, oh, that's him. And he's like, oh, how's your day today? And then you go and talk to another guy within listening distance. And he's like, hey, you. How are? And it's the exact same guy. It is crazy. So they paid one guy who knows how much money to voice 18 different characters. The While the the voice acting is not super duper, the, the it's it's good. It's just that's really the, the biggest weird yeah, part. Yeah, that's the only hang up. Which I'm sure it would have cost a trillion dollars. It cost them a lot, I think, to... They probably spent the entire voice acting budget on Patrick <laughs> yeah. Stewart and Sean B. <laughs> the, um, when you go to anyone in this game, and I I was kind of like wanting to do comparisons later, but I feel like I need to keep referencing to it. Mm -hmm. Starfield. When I go to people in this game, first of all, I'm not beset by this not this terrible system in Starfield, which the more I've dealt with it, the more I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> where you get quests by walking around. Starfield is crumbling a little bit. It's really that is a terrible way to introduce yeah, story elements. Just overhearing as a quest. It's <laughs> almost it literally would have been better to do World of Warcraft with the exclamation just point over that. <laughs> come over and talk to this guy. Because it it's stop talking to me. This yeah. is weird. You yeah. don't know me. <laughs> I'm being so yoinked out of the world. In this game, you just walk up to people and you're like, hello. They're like, who are you? Yeah. And you're like, jeez. And then you can just be like, I'll kill you. <laughs> Which is always an option. <laughs> you, thief. And then the same voice actor comes in. <laughs> but, but you have to talk to people and explore and mm -hmm. find things. And that's how the world... It's not like the world's just like, come here. We have quests for you. Come yeah, here. I do like it better this Instead, way. it's it's... Just a guy. And you're like, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, dude. Have you heard of the gray fox? Yeah. And you're like, no, tell it's me more. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's 
obviously it's not perfect. Yeah. You could pick holes in it, but comparatively to, to Starfield, it's just, it's a better, it's so much more engaging as I'm playing you. the, the, the expansion. I'm, I'm realizing this cause leading up to that, I already done all that. It was all coming back to recollection, but playing the expansion, I'm going, Whoa, yeah, I really do have to talk to people and right. explore around and, and see what's up. And when I show up in a city, everyone's not just right onto me. That's awesome. <laughs> it's really, it's so engaging, even for a game that has so much jank to it, which yeah. I guess we'll discuss in a minute. But the, the way it looks is like secondary to this system that, just keeps wanting that you keep wanting to learn more and explore more and find out more yeah i agree and bethesda games have always tried to like push let's look really good this game has aged not so great yeah it's a little rough i mean a high resolution it looks fine it's playable just the animation animations are weird face models are weird (laughs) there's mods for all that which we may touch on but you can literally play like a not great looking game and it still be fun. Yeah. Like I've played plenty of indie games that the style is like a retro style, 32 bit, 16 bit. And if the systems are fun, if the game is fun, it doesn't matter that you're playing a game. Way that more important than the should graphics. Should have been on a Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Way more important than the graphics. Yeah. So, uh, not to mention Starfield anymore. <laughs> but we should. The systems in Oblivion are more fun and engaging yeah. than Starfield. Absolutely. I I mean, it's a Bethesda game, so you have, like you said, you have to think about mods mm-hmm. because the base UI is almost always not great. And yeah. I don't know. I, now I feel like with Bethesda, they're just thinking, oh, the modders will fix yeah. it. But Let's just put the game out. Back really. then, the, the community wasn't that strong. True. Um, not as organized. Skyrim has absolutely been the king of the mods. For sure. And it even shows, you can go on Nexus and see it. The average is the most downloads still, even with other games out. So I don't think that's what they thought. I think there's just, this is such an expansive game that there was things that are always going to fall through the cracks mm-hmm. and the modders thankfully come through on yeah. that. And I tried the mod. I don't know how many, how long you tried the mod. <laughs> I tried to follow a guide twice to no avail. I also, I've never <laughs> had problems mod. I've always been able to mod, but I've always had problems, but I've always been able to mod Bethesda games. I couldn't even start the game after my going through my guide. I I could not get so I used mod organizer mm-hmm. and I could start the game, but no matter what I did, I couldn't get it to work in the correct resolution. I kept getting six forty. <laughs> it's like on a yeah on a flip phone, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Well, let's change resolution." And then it would freak out again. So I could it could either get it to work with like none of the mods mm-hmm. and resolution through mod organizer yeah. and turn the mods on breaks again. Huh. I tried every single mod individually, never worked. So finally I said, screw it. And I just deleted everything, Vanilla. did a fresh install, and then I, I did install manually the like mm-hmm. optimization patches, the eight the one that gets rid of just four gigabytes of RAM being used. I skipped all those even. So I I just wanted to make the game smooth and yeah. not crash on me. I meant to do all that, but I couldn't even figure out and, how to do that. And then I used like that. the no fast travel to cities. I used the people walk uh 
like if you're doing a follow quest, they run match your speed. Yeah, so they don't just somehow <laughs> magically walk at a speed that does. How are they still doing <laughs> that in Starfield 2023? <laughs> it's been a meme online yeah. as long as I can remember. Back yeah. to like wow, game FAQ forums when I was a kid. <laughs> People have been talking about this, and they're seriously going to still have this issue. That's so wild. To me. Yeah, but there was a mod that fixes it. If you play on Xbox, you can control your speed a bit because it's a joystick. That's but fair. Yeah. On a keyboard, you got the W yeah. and that's it. No analog. So I kind of got off track a little bit. But modding is such an important piece of this, and this was oddly a difficult one to mod for me. I am honestly not smart enough to know what I'm doing, so that's why I was just following the guide. And there were steps in the guide where it's like. Now visit this other website and really fine tune it. And I was like, I'm just going to skip that part. <laughs> so I'm sure it's my fault. Yeah. But when I tried to fire up the game, it just popped up an error and said like, it was, <laughs> it was a horse armor dot something, something error that wouldn't allow the game to start. So screw that horse armor Didn't once again. did you mod Fallout 4 with the full mod pack I sent you? I did following the midnight ride yeah. guide. That's what I tried to do Which- for Oblivion. That's a complex guy with got a to ton work. of parts, and it works. I think looking around, people are saying Oblivion is can be a pain to mod. There's some real intricate stuff. I figured out one mod, and I was just like, I got to play the game. I can't do any more mods. I yeah. did a UI mod that shrunk everything down. They were saying, like, the UI as designed was built for Xbox. Hmm. Things need to be smaller, fit more on the screen. Yeah. And it, the health bar, too small. And there's probably a way to adjust it all. But like all the menus, inventory, that was so much better to be That's able to see nice. I didn't like 20 that. things instead of six yeah. and having to scroll. Yeah. You know, weirdly enough, they screwed that up in Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. One of the first Starfield mods you get, the UI mod. So let's, I mean, I think that kind of nails down. The, the What's interesting about the mods is you could be playing a Bethesda game. You can go, this stinks. And in most games... You go, this stinks. And you go, well, I guess that's the way it is. Here we go. But in Bethesda, you just go, especially if it's this old, Yeah, you can go, this is stupid. And you go, <laughs> I'm not the first person to think this. <laughs> Let me Google it. You go to Nexus, and there it is. Mod yeah. that fixes whatever your issue is. Yeah. You know, my character's feet are too small. <laughs> big big foot mod. <laughs> are you a foot guy? You want huge feet on your Do you guy? you like big giant feet? <laughs> we have the biggest feet possible for your character. Six downloads. So... I think that is a, that's my, I love Bethesda games for that because sure. you get this world that they've created. Kind with of all never the, ending. Yeah. And, and then you can just customize it on top of it. So there's just, people are still playing Skyrim, Morrowind, Oblivion yeah. to this day, still heavily modding it, enjoying it. And it, a lot of times all that's left of what they originally put in there is just like the quests and the basic structure right. of the game. But weapons graphics everything completely overhauled character models and big systems everything and it's just awesome i i this game rocks and we could talk more about how even stock which is what i was playing Mm -hmm. you know with just a few light mods nothing that really affected combat yeah or graphics even then the sense of wonderment the sense of opportunity and exploration is just all it's just there it's really quickly there i Personally, I prefer Morrowind over Oblivion yeah. if I had to like crack it down, but it's too close to really mm. put numbers on. I think part of it's just Morrowind has like a closer spot in my childhood. Yeah. Some nostalgia there. And this game has exploration and it's awesome. Yeah. It's a big sandbox and people just keep 
playing around in it and figuring out ways to improve it or make it how they want it. Mm-hmm. I almost downloaded the one to stick like Frost Frostmourne sword. Oh, from WoW? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's sweet. <laughs> I showed you last week the motorcycle. Yeah, the freaking motorcycle. Just <laughs> plow into guards. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Um, that's all the modding I did. Yeah. Any gripes? <laughs> no, I... I should have just read that one bad review in, I mean, in its entirety. Yeah, there's gripes. There's there's stuff to be complained about. There's systems that aren't as complex as Morrowind. Morrowind is like... The way you can join like all the houses in Morrowind mm-hmm. plus the Morong Tong and all of these different pieces. You can be a priest, I think. And they, I have it, no idea what you're talking so about. There's so much. <laughs> it's very, very, very deep. Yeah. It's very RPG. Uh, and that did, you did lose that in this. And they lightened it up a bit. They lightened and it up. And even more so into Skyrim. Skyrim yeah. yeah. And more accessible. That's why I, I, Skyrim lightened it up too much for me. With way too many dungeons too and arcade-y. radiant quest lines and so on, but yeah. this I feel like really, if I had to like point someone towards a Bethesda game to play first, I would either be this one or Fall of New Vegas. And Real sweet spot, honestly, yeah. maybe this one because I think this might be a little more playable without mods, just off the rip. Mm. So, yeah, I this was my first Bethesda game, and. uh I enjoyed every minute of it. I remember playing it. I don't have huge gripes. The gripes that are there are there for any Bethesda game. To this day, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of awkward and uncomfortable. AI is weird. Like it's all the same. They haven't fixed any of that. But one bug I remembered. I was looting something and there was a paintbrush and I was like, paintbrushes are important. And I picked it up and I was like, oh yeah, you can drop them and they stay right where you dropped it. And you can climb on it. Whoa. I use that to like get to areas you're not supposed to on Xbox. You just like drop a paintbrush, jump up on it, drop another paintbrush, jump up on it. Like I didn't even know that. That's so cool. <laughs> they just drop right at eye level if yeah, you want them to. That's awesome. <laughs> so there's weird bugs and there's fun bugs. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to, you mentioned it last week, but I think this is, I'm, my glasses with Starfield have been shifted mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of it differently than I was originally. Yeah, and playing this game weirdly shifted it. Yeah, which it shouldn't. It's an yeah. old game. It's very janky. Like, don't let us. Yeah, not this be isn't a perfect. It's, game. it's janky. It's graphically weird. Yeah, it lacks a lot of modern accoutrements, if yeah. you will. But yeah. man, there's something. There's something there. <laughs> yeah, it's that little spark where you just go, oh, yeah. oh, oh, sweet. It happens a lot more in this game yeah. than Starfield, yeah. unfortunately. Not to not to reference it, but I think anyway. I think it's important to. Point. Yeah, 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 for sure. So you get it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I rank Oblivion a hard recommend. Yeah, love this game. Have loved it from the very beginning. And if you haven't played it somehow, like go play it. Yeah. And if you don't, if it doesn't click with you right away, keep playing it because you'll find something within a couple hours where you're like, oh, that was cool, and you'll yeah. keep going. It'll be there. Yeah. And mod it if you if you have a PC. That's mod the heck not, out of it. 10 years old, you'll be able to mod it pretty good. And maybe <laughs> yeah. even if it is 10 years old. Yeah, it's still probably handle. <laughs> yeah. It's not a very demanding game. No. Uh, that's about it for Oblivion. Yeah. What's next week? Next week we have uh, the Nintendo 64 Classic, the old tri-horn controller, <laughs> Mario Kart 64. Oh, boy. Wahoo! <laughs> it's a me. Uh, yeah, another classic. Awesome. They're all classics from here on out. It's going to be great. 
yeah look forward to that one thanks for listening we love you yeah bye (laughs) 